0: Welcome to the Beauty and Battle podcast, where we talk about winning in marriage by waging a war. I'm Jason Benham. I've got my girlfriend slash wife, Tori Benham, with me, and we are here to talk to you about how Satan tries to get you to fight face-to-face with your spouse, but God designed you to fight shoulder-to-shoulder against Satan so that you can win in your marriage. Fighting together draws you together. We cannot wait to jump in, so here we go. So this week, we're staying on the topic of sex. I wanted to move on, but Tori's like, no, let's keep talking about it. Let's do a whole... Season. I'm just kidding. Not really. Uh, so We just
1: ran out of time, so we're going to do part two.
0: We did. We ran out of time uh, last week, and we wanted to continue and talk about a few more things about sex. I'll be reviewing our little three-part framework and then our four keys to great sex. Perfect. But before that... Let's do a joke. Let's do a joke.
1: Wife, stop being an idiot. Just be yourself. Me. Well, make up your mind. What? (laughs) You don't get it?
0: So the wife says, stop being an idiot. Stop
1: being an idiot. Just be yourself. And then you say, make up your mind. Stop being an idiot. Just be yourself. Well, do you want me to be an idiot or myself? (laughs) I am an idiot.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm just slow. Okay. But I I guarantee I'm not the only guy that didn't quite get that. Okay. I think what it was is, you're the wife and you were speaking from a husband's perspective.
1: No, no, I'm being the wife. Stop being an idiot. Just be yourself. Then you said me. Oh, okay. So that's the way it's written. It's, uh,
0: so maybe I should have given that one.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just said Jason, make up your mind.
0: So you didn't get that from anybody?
1: No, I just, it was a, um, a dad joke and it was about husbands and wife and wow. I was like oh this one's really funny and it was not I should have given funny that to one. you at all
0: yeah it's okay though good try Tor Piss bump right. okay so listen I need some of you guys to send us some good jokes okay please <laughs> somebody, you guys somebody send rescue something. my wife <laughs> okay let's recap real quick last week if you remember okay so I'm just gonna leave it white noise and let you see if you can get it all okay go ready all right. I'm just kidding. So here's our three-part framework. The purpose of sex is intimacy. Mm-hmm. The product of sex is life. That's why it's pleasurable. Mm-hmm. But when the pleasure overtakes the purpose, then you forfeit the product. Okay. Mm-hmm. So always remember that. Life. It's all about life. It's, it's intimacy. So it's life, physical life, emotional life, spiritual life, relational life. And then we talked about the four keys to great sex. Rhythm, recognize, relax, reward. Mm-hmm. Rhythm establish how often you'll do it that sets expectations and then there won't be any disappointment okay yeah. then recognize pay attention to what you really love like mm-hmm. respect think and are thankful your, for
1: think about your spouse throughout the day
0: yep and that's that use
1: the power of gratitude to draw you close
0: yes and then relax relaxing is mm-hmm. just let it happen let
1: it happen stop holding on so tight
0: <laughs> yes and uh and and for you men create an environment that will help your Spouse, relax. And then fourthly is reward. View sex as a reward, not an obligation. And then women, you can use it as a reward But your yeah, husband.
1: We talked more about using it as a reward, but it's important that we see it as a reward yes. too. That's so important because how you look at it, how you think about it, it, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um, and I'm reading a book right now, um, that just came out, I think just a few months ago. And it's really actually very good. There hasn't been a book like this that's come out in a really long time. Yeah. I think it was a really needed um, thing to come out. It's called Married Sex. And it's by Gary Thomas, who wrote.
0: Sacred, uh, uh-huh. the, s- sacred, sacred marriage, marriage, I think is what he wrote. It's really good.
1: Yep. He's a pastor from Texas. Um, I think he, he's been married 40 years. So I think he's like maybe in his sixties and then he wrote it with a younger woman named Deborah Folletta and she is a licensed, um, professional counselor and she's been married 15 years. And at first I was like, oh, that's kind of odd for a
0: (laughs) a non non
1: married couple, but they are, you know, it's like, um, there's you know they're both 16, like doctors and, or psychologists yeah one or is a psychologist and and also I just think the um they really wanted to come together to have the woman's perspective and the man's perspective, and then you know these both of them are just so um in different stages of life it was it's just it was actually a really um i think it was actually a really good pair to come together for it, so it was really good and um but
0: i I wanted you to mention uh, last week we talked about oxytocin. Are you ready to dive into that one yet or do you oh, want to yes. dive into some I, well, other things?
1: Okay, so we can start there. So we were talking about and um, how, not was it oxytocin? Yeah, that we were talking about.
0: Yeah, during sex for a man, oxytocin, which is the bonding chemical, mm-hmm. is yeah, released. That's right. And I said, oh, what released, about for women? It's released at a higher level than at any other time. It's like where you get to like flood stage. Yes. And you said a woman's oxyt- oxytocin level is is higher than a man's typically but it's just more even yeah i
1: actually couldn't remember exactly but it was from this book that i had read something so i went and looked it up um and actually gonna just open up and read it to you um it says a woman has significantly higher levels of oxytocin going through her her brain than a male does oxytocin has been called the cuddle chemical because it's it releases feelings of affection warmth and bonding when a man has sex with his wife, his low levels of oxytocin rise to flood stage. A woman's level of oxytocin rises as well, but because her resting rate is higher than a man's, she doesn't notice it quite as much. Right. So, 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 so a man just notices it and feels like, oh my goodness, I feel so connected because yes. there was such, he started at such a low level.
0: And that will help some women who struggle and are like, oh, my husband wants sex again. But just understand there is a physiological reaction in him that will feel closer to you in that moment than at any other time. And it's not just a physical closeness. It's, it's a mental, emotional, and spiritual closeness. He's going to feel to you when you guys have sex. Right. So (laughs) have sex with him. Well, it's
1: just, it's (laughs) just knowing that and, and knowing like my husband wants to be close to me. Yeah. Like that should actually be, a really good thing in our hearts and in our minds, right? Like, yeah. but if we're looking at it, like, he just wants to have sex again and I'm exhausted, Yeah, you know, then it can be, it can, it can be something that you're not really looking forward to, but yeah. if you're like, Oh my goodness, my husband actually like really wants to be close to me. Yeah, I want to get to that place too, because I, I know what that connection brings. It brings life.
0: And if yeah. you've, if you have established your rhythm, then it's it's very easy for you guys. It's very simple and relaxing, honestly, for you guys to get into that place. So it's it's figuring out that rhythm. But oxytocin right. is a big deal. That's the bonding chemical. And I just think it's really cool it that,
1: that how God designed us. Yeah, you know, it's really cool. And um, I want to read this other thing, this other part, just after um, what I just read. It says during sex, oxytocin combines with the hormone vasopressin which helps create vivid emotional sensory memories which in turn deepens feelings for the love object this little Mm. bonding hormone instantly works like a super glue to the heart and makes you feel happy even euphoric when you hear the soft sound of her voice it makes you prefer the shape sound smell and look of your mate above all others
0: oh that's good i just
1: think that's really beautiful like um i just think that the the world perverts distorts sex and it and it just um we look at it wrong and the way that they portray it on tv and we're seeing this all the time and in movies it's like this perversion as if you know that only these these supermodel women can can turn on a man or um and it can feel intimidating to wives, sometimes you feel like, oh my goodness, like I'm trying to compete with this perversion almost yeah. in the world that my husband is inevitably going to be coming across, you know? Yeah. And, but it, when, you know, as I began to read this, I was like, oh my goodness, like n- actually, nobody can compete with you.
0: Yeah. 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 For, as the wife, nobody, the can, wife, compete nobody can compete with you. with
1: you because. You're the one that's being intimate with your spouse. That's You're right. the one that he's allowing his affection for. You're the one that's being bonded to him and the oxytocin is being released in those moments of intimacy and as that's happening something chemically is happening in his brain where he yeah. prefers your shape, your smell, you know, your look. Yes. It's actually like that's yeah. just really cool. Your, your husband
0: like, no longer will have a type. You know, like what type yeah. are you? You know, like you're, are you a boob guy or a butt guy or whatever? It doesn't matter. Are you a blonde guy or a brunette? Guy? No, no, no. My type is my wife. Yes. The, wh- yeah. Whatever, whatever she is. Did she get her hair colored? Okay. That's who, I, that's what I am. And, and that's why it's so important for us men that we make sure that we're following Proverbs 5 18 and 19. I read it last week, but rejoicing in the wife of your, your youth. He says, she's a loving deer and a graceful doe. Let her breast satisfy you always, which means, her breast, her body was meant to satisfy you, but you have to rejoice in her first. What does that mean? That means you have to think about her. You have to think about all the good about her. You have to love her, respect her, like her, be thankful for her. And when you do that, that's rejoicing in her. She's going to turn you on, dude. Mm -hmm. And there's no other woman that can do that.
1: But I think for the wife, knowing that, it, it there's a real connection that they feel when they know that yeah that there isn't they're not competing with this
0: yeah they don't want to feel objectified
1: yeah no it and um i think this book is really helpful i i mean i wish that we had had read it right when we got married or right before we got married mm-hmm. um just because it really um it talks about things that you just who's going to talk about this i just feel like nobody talks about this before you're married. I know that we didn't get this in our premarital counseling. Yeah. And it's kind of, I think it can feel weird sometimes to talk about these things with people, you know. Yeah. Um, and so anyways, it's a great book to, to, to help you understand, um, just kind of like the different anatomy of uh, that we have Yeah, and how we work and how, um, and just what, what the Bible says about sex mm-hmm um and how we look at it how we see it
0: yeah which is a good thing I mean I mean obviously Satan is attacking sex right I mean you just just look at the movies yes look at all the stuff that's that's going on out there and that's why it's important for you guys together don't watch the crap yeah just don't don't let yourselves watch it like if if there's if it's a bad scene go get vid angel it's only right. 7.99 a month it'll probably go up with uh inflation right but But go get that, and don't watch that kind of stuff because you don't want your own sexual intimacy to be perverted.
1: Right. One of the things that he talks about in this book is one of the lies that we that women often believe is that sex is for men. Mm. I mean, I kind of grew up thinking men want sex more. um, You know, don't it would be like I would have felt uncomfortable to actually in like a, a group setting with my girlfriends when I was married to talk about any kind of desire there, because it was just kind of like you no know, men. It was almost like you're dirty. If you, if you yeah. talked about it as if you enjoyed it or if it was pleasurable to, I don't know. It was just, I don't know if that was just my little bubble, mm-hmm. but um, that really struck a chord for me. Like, sex is not just for men. Like God made it for women too. And I think that if you, if you've thought about it in a certain way, your whole life, and it's not getting you to where you want to be in your relationship with your spouse, then maybe you need to go back and really start like digging through some of those beliefs.
0: Yeah. That's a good point.
1: You know, like what were some of the things that you believed, you know, uh, about sex yeah. What were you, what are some of the things that, you know, you were told or what were the little, the little things that you believed? And so anyways, he, they, they kind of go through the different lies yeah. and the misconceptions and, um, that I think is really helpful.
0: And can I say something about yes. that real quick? Because sex is a spiritual experience. Remember, we talked about it last week that that physical sex, it's a physical manifestation of a spiritual truth spiritual truth is is that Jesus is the groom. The church is the bride of Christ, right? We're betrothed right now. And there's that intimacy that's when Jesus's life comes into the church, there's life. I mean, it's, it's when, when Jesus, when the spirit of the Lord comes into you as an individual, the way that his life manifests out of you is a perfect mix of God's spirit and you yeah, like like that, you are it's so unique. It's like when Tori and I got together and we had Trey and we had Jake and Allie and Lundy, uh, those four little kids are an exact mix of mm-hmm. Jason and Tori. And it's my love for her. And the same is true in our relationship with God and our relationship with Jesus, that his life comes into us. And and then it comes out of us as a new life. Right. And it, then it just has to grow. So sex is a spiritual experience. Now, here's the thing. We men are supposed to be the spiritual leaders of our home, mm. which means that includes sex. You need to make sure, and, and I said this last week, that you recognize that the focus of sex is on your partner. It's on your spouse. So if I'm talking to men, it's not about you. It's about her. So your desire needs to be, what can I do to get to to please her, to get her to relax, to give her a sense of fulfillment, right? Right. Because she needs that just as much as you do. But but obviously, you know, we guys, we're just got testosterone in us, which which is like the pursuit chemical. Mm-hmm. So we're just sitting here trying to pursue. And, and all that kind of stuff. And it could just, we could find ourselves moving to some baseline. I just need sex type thing. Right. No, 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 no. It's gotta be deeper than that. Let your focus be on your wife. Right. And, and when you're focusing on her, you're studying her, you're figuring out what makes it work for her. Mm. Focus on that first. Right. Take a back seat and then watch, watch what happens to your sex life. And then I think you'll find that your wife will begin responding to you. In ways she never has before, and your sex life will increase, which will also increase your relational life right. with each other.
1: Yeah, that's so good. That's so true. And as you're you're talking about the correlation between the you know um, the bride and yeah. and Christ, yeah. right? Like, could you imagine if you had this belief as a church that you were just there to pl- to to please? Yeah, your God. Husband- but, but, No, to please God. Yeah. But that there was no reciprocation. There was no nothing yeah, in it true. for you. Yeah, that's right. just not relationship. That's not that's warped. Yeah, that's a terrible way to believe, right? Yep. And I think that we just have to make sure that we um, get that straight first. Like it, it is intimacy should be pleasurable for both people. Yes. And if it's not, then. There's a there's a problem like you really need to start there like it there is there is a purpose for it it should be intimacy yeah it should be intimacy it should be pleasurable and I think that if it's not then that's a really good place to start because you're not going to want to do something
0: and you know what's crazy too Tor that you say that and sorry I interrupted you. Can I, can I go on with this yeah, thought? Okay, go for it. Okay, yes. go for it. Um,
1: I was starting to feel Here's what's crazy.
0: <laughs> that's so funny. Um, Cause obviously, you know, uh, in a guy, we've got testosterone and that, that's like a hormone that, that really makes us want to accomplish things and, and all of that. And when after sex, what typically happens is the woman typically has a little more energy and the guy has a little less, hmm. right? Because he's released himself, he's released a part of his energy, and it, it for, into the wife, mm-hmm. and so she experiences more energy. The guy experiences more relaxation. It's like, mm-hmm. give me a stogie, you know. Although I don't smoke stogies, but still you want to, don't you? Yeah, I do now. No, but but it, it, and but yet, God is saying, I, I made it this way. Yeah, I I made your bodies this way. Right, husbands, wives, come together. Wife, you need your husband. You need him to release himself. In you, you need a husband, you need your wife to yield herself to you and, and all of these things. And in doing that, it's like crazy to think that that is the, the, it is simply a mystery. Yeah. That mystery is, is that is a physical manifestation of a spiritual truth of how God's life comes into us and gives us energy gives yeah. us new life
1: Yes, yeah, and we so can't true. let
0: satan come and pervert that right at all we cannot let that happen that's why we yeah. wanted to do a two-part thing on this yeah because so it's so incredibly important did you have another thing you wanted to read out of that book tour
1: um no i mean there's just some there's just real, some really good practical um uh, practical things in this book i'm trying to think if there's anything i wanted to cover but um
0: okay well, it's fine, but just remember, guys. I'm going to go back to our three part framework last week. The purpose of sex is intimacy. The product of sex is life. That's why it's pleasurable.
1: One thing that you, I think, you talked about. Um, sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, it's good. Um, I think it was two podcasts ago. You were talking about the just the power of touch. Was oh, that, was yeah, that in our like podcast? yeah,
0: it was. We were talking with uh, Nathan and Tamsey. Okay, Smith, we were talking yes. about how Doctor John Gottman says that uh, bids, when someone makes a bid and they'll reach out and touch a hand, that the couples that are the most fulfilled are the ones where the receiving partner of the bid Mm -hmm. responds favorably to it. yeah, yeah. But if they don't respond favorably to it, then they're typically not a fulfilled or a happy couple and most often break apart. So a man does make bids for sex more than a woman's going to make bids.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And so it's important for... For you guys to know that when the bid is made, you need to respond, especially if it fits within your rhythm. Well,
1: one of the things that they talked about in this book was just the power of touch and how important it is to touch throughout the day and how we need that our bodies respond really well to that. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, holding hands, massages, hugs, um, and just like reaching out and touching like just, you know, throughout the day, just little touches how important they are and how our bodies respond really positive to Mm. those because they're loving touches and we're drawn to love. Right. And we're energized by love and um, we operate our very best in in through the power of that love. And so um, that I I just thought that that was really good um, for me to be to be open to that, to see that as a good thing, to see touch and as a really good thing and, as I'm more open to it, I'm like, oh my goodness, I actually, like, I've never been a uh, physical touch as one of my love languages. Right. But as I began to see that touch is the power of touch and mm-hmm. to see how good it feels and to let myself take it in, to enjoy it, appreciate it, I actually, I think I'm becoming a physical <laughs> touch girl. Like I, I really like,
0: That's awesome.
1: like When you and I are holding hands, like I never, I just think what you appreciate and what you allow yourself to take in, yes, um, and if and and what you you see as good, yeah, like this is good, and like I think sometimes it takes like science to show us it's good, (laughs) you know, like oh my goodness, this is really good, um, but. Anyways, that was one thing that It is interesting that, that he said and I and I, I couldn't agree more It's like interesting
0: it. how if you know we all have our different love languages. I think we did a podcast on that. Your five love languages: physical touch, word, touch words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service and gifts. Mhm. I'm a physical touch guy followed by words of affirmation. You were have always been a quality time girl. Mm-hmm. But when you uh, proactively seek to meet your spouse's love language, what happens is it can gradually become your love language. So now all of a sudden I'm a quality time guy, which was probably last on my list, well, next to gifts. And you've never been physical touch, but now me reaching out yeah. and holding your hand is like a big deal to you. Yeah, And it because, never used to be.
1: Because how you give love... Is is how you receive it. Like it's like if I'm gonna intentionally love you like this and I know that I'm working hard to love you, then you it's you become more aware. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I actually like that too. That makes that's how you show me love. Okay, I actually will receive that as love. Yeah. I think so many times our our spouse loves us the way they know how to love us, but because we're not open to be loved that way, we just cut it off. Yes. But if if we can be open to the different ways that people love us and I mean, yeah, we can be open and, and and communicate like, I actually really like it when you do this, this and this. But if they're loving you in another way, that's not the way you're typically, it's up to you to choose to be loved. That's right. Yeah. You need to be open to, to love. Receive
0: it yes. as love.
1: Yeah. Like... We need to be in a posture with our hands open to receive love. Yeah. However, you want to give it, I'm taking it. Yeah, you know, like that good. kind of posture.
0: That's good. Okay, so so listen, I, I just because repetition is key. So if you haven't listened to part one of our talk on sex, which was last week, go back and listen to it because we give a three part framework for viewing sex and then four keys to great sex. And so I'm just going to repeat them real quick because it's it's so important that you. Capture this and you get it as a part of who you are and make it a part of your relationship. But the purpose of sex is intimacy. Intimacy is to be fully known and fully accepted. The product of sex is life. Mm -hmm. It's physical, emotional, spiritual, relational life. And that's why it's pleasurable. When the pleasure overtakes the purpose, then you forfeit the product. So it's always focusing on your spouse. And then the four keys to great sex. Establish your rhythm. Mm -hmm. How often you'll do it. uh, Recognize which means pay attention to the things you love, like, respect, and are thankful for in each other. Relax into it. Yep. Just let it happen. And then view sex as a reward, not an obligation. When you do that, everything changes.
1: And the book that I talked about is called Married Sex by Gary Thomas and Deborah Folletta.
0: It's a it's a really good it's one. It's
1: a good one. I actually am not. I'm only three-fourths of the way through. So if something comes up that's weird at the end, it's don't, not Tori's don't reach fault. Out. I'm just kidding. Don't judge her. Okay. Um. Would you rather? Are you ready? You
0: want to do a what you, would you rather?
1: Would you rather have small chickens in your mouth that act as teeth and oh chew your face? Gosh, food for what you? is this? <laughs> or have small flies in your eyes that let you see 10 times better? Ooh. Small flies in my eyes. Yeah. Well, what like, what That's kind of a question is one? that? Small chickens in your mouth? that act as teeth and chew your food for you. What?
0: I don't even understand that. I'm, I'm going to need to vet people these things are weird. first. Tor. Yeah. Th- okay. Let me vet these things first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Give me the flies.
0: Give me the flies. All right. Hey, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Um, We appreciate all your feedback and, but I am going to need some of you to step up and start, start yeah. sending us some new jokes. Okay. <laughs> Please. Please. I beg you. I know. All right. <laughs> all right. See we'll you guys. see you next week. Uh, uh.